Hello and welcome to another edition of the Parkmanship Podcast. My name is Ryan, one of your co-hosts, and right now I'm with my other co-host, Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing pretty well. It's a nice evening so far. Yep. So we just wanted to start off this podcast episode by just talking about a bit of news we have. We've decided we're going to do a viewer choice episode coming up soon, probably next month or maybe in December. And we're going to have our audience uh, pick the spot that we're going to go to out of three choices. Those three choices are the Springfield Armory National Historic Site, which is in Massachusetts and showcases the history of uh, gun and weapon production in Massachusetts. The second option is Governor's Island National Monument in New York Harbor, which is an island off of Manhattan, which has a bunch of cool forts. And then the final choice will be the Upper Delaware Scenic and Recreational River, which is a protected area of the Delaware River, which has a cool highway that you can go to called the Hawk's Nest. So uh, I've been to all three. Andrew, you have only been to the Upper Delaware River. Correct. Is that correct? That is correct. So we uh, would really like if you all could vote for where we're going to go to next. You can do that by we're going to put some posts on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we just want you to leave a comment about which of those three, Springfield Armory, Governor's Island, or the Upper Delaware Scenic and Recreational River that we should go to. So we hope to hear from you quite soon. All right, let's get into our story of the week. Uh, Ryan's got a little bit of a recap, and I have some more positive news uh, about a park we've been to. That's correct. So this past week, I went to our country's newest national park, which is the New River Gorge National Park and Preserve in West Virginia. This is a national park with a bunch of stunning vistas. It protects uh, a gorge on a river. Uh, to me, this is going to sound kind of bad, but it reminded me of a, or it came across as a poor man's Grand Canyon, so to speak, which isn't to say it's beautiful because it was quite beautiful. It's just a, on a much smaller scale. But while I was there, I did get to catch one of my favorite sunrises I've ever caught. Uh, I went to a place called Grand View which is this nice viewpoint on a horseshoe bend on the new river. And I, I've seen my fair share of sunrises. And I just thought this was one of the most spectacular I've ever seen. Um, I'll probably post a picture of it on our social media channels. And then I did a bunch of other hikes next to the famous new river gorge bridge. And all I can say was this national park was a lot of fun. It reminds me of Cuyahoga Valley National Park. If you've ever been, I don't know if anyone's listening that's ever been to Cuyahoga Valley. But it's the type of national park that's built right into civilization. Um, you're never really truly in the wilderness, but there's still a lot of great things to see. And for Andrew, I, I would say it compares uh, quite similarly to Delaware River Gap, which we've been to. Yep, that is a, that is a scenic route do enjoy those um yeah i mean i'm excited to go when i get a chance uh one of the things we want to talk about or i want to talk about is uh we went to the santa monica national mountain range in what 2017 2018 2018 summer 2018 while we were there uh it was beautiful and such but it's been recently affected by the wildfires out there and one of the things the National Park is 
proposing to do is to rebuild some of the, the mountain range. Uh, one of the, the uh, ones they want to rebuild is the Paramount Ranch, which was featured in Westworld, correct? Yeah, season one. There's a lot of scenes um, shot uh, in, in that area. Yeah. Um, there's a great article about it on the National Parks Traveler uh, org website. Um, great website. Ever, it is a very good website. Um, that's all I got for stories this week. Uh, we're going to hop right into our main discussion. On to our main topic, Shenandoah National Park. Yeah, so on the last episode of this podcast, we talked about our closest national park sites. So on this episode, we're going to talk about our closest national park proper, which is Shenandoah National Park of Virginia, which is unfortunately just over six hours away from us. So, Andrew, I saw a map on Twitter recently showing the United States, and it was shaded on a level from green to red, with green being the closest places to a national park and red being the furthest places away from a national park. Guess where we were? I'm going to guess red. Yeah, exactly. I'm not surprised. We are pretty far from, uh, well, I mean, we're in a pretty civilized, like big civilized area, population density wise. Yeah, we're right next to New York City. Yeah, there's not much we can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I am surprised that Shando is close to Acadia. Uh, Me too. It doesn't feel like it at all. Yeah, Acadia has that northeast feel, which we're we're in the northeast, and Shenandoah definitely does not. It is uh it's something else down there. Yeah. So anyway, Shenandoah is located in western Virginia, and it protects a northern stretch of the famous Blue Ridge Mountains. And my first visit there was actually with my sister in 2017. I really wanted to go one weekend, uh, so I got it off. And I asked my sister to come along, and she said yes. So the first day we went, we just spent the entire day touring the Skyline Drive, which we'll talk about later. And then we camped at Big Meadows, which we will also talk about later. And then on our second day, we climbed Old Rag, which is the most popular hike in the park. Andrew, what was your first time there? When we were there, what year was it? 2018? Was it 2018? It was 2019, right before... uh, it was that uh, downhill? Yeah, it was September. Uh, I remember it because the folio, the the foliage was changing. Um, it wasn't full, you know, New England colors, but it was still pretty great. Um, you know, nothing beats New England uh, in the fall, personal opinion. Um, yep. But uh, I enjoyed it a lot because that was part of our one of our DC trips, I believe. Yeah, the park is probably like 90 minutes maybe not even from dc so if you ever go to dc you can get away to shenandoah for a day or two yeah definitely and there's uh you recently discovered on your way down to uh the, our newest national park there's a lot of uh parks and park sites right kind of near shenandoah right yeah a lot of the civil war sites like antietam or even harper's ferry are really close by the chesapeake and ohio canal and then of course cedar uh creek and bell grove uh battlefield is probably like 30 minutes away it's on its doorstep yeah um let's uh talk about the main attraction there 
yes, the main attraction of the park is Skyline Drive, which is the scenic drive that runs through the heart of the park from north to south. Yep. Uh, I have some very good photos from uh, some of the stops there. Yeah, it's quite scenic. There's tens and tens of overlooks, probably one every few miles. Yep. And did you have any favorite overlooks? Uh, when you first get into the park, you're going, you know, you're ascending altitude, not really altitudes, levels, and there's this one bend you come over and you see the full scape of the valley below. You can see some of the farming, t- uh, the farms and some of the, you know, little back roads. And it was really pretty during the fall, which I recommend going uh, to during the fall. Yeah, we were a little after peak foliage, but it was still really nice out there. Yeah. And I, and I think the overlook you're talking about, I have a unigrid for the park in my hands and it labels all the overlooks. Mm-hmm. I believe the one you're talking about is the Shenandoah Valley overlook. That would make sense. Yes. Yes. And then my favorite overlook is one that's called the point overlook. And this was one of the last ones we did. It was right after the big meadows area. And it just had this ginormous view of the valley, but it also had kind of had the secret trail from where you parked your car that you went down a little bit and you got an even better view. Okay. Yep. So that, that was, that was my favorite. It was also like really deep into the park. Yeah, that park, uh, the, the road is very long. Uh, the sky, the skyline drive. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the park visitor center is only in about five, 10 miles. The first one, right? Yeah. Five miles, I would say. Okay. But yeah, we only, it, the, the road runs from north to south the entire way. And we only made it about maybe 60% of the way through on, and on our one day that we went, it's quite long. Uh, I believe that road's seasonal too, no? Yeah, it closes a lot. Uh, it, it's not seasonal, but it does close a lot because uh, they have a lot of uh, winter storms up there because it's in the mountains. Yeah, not like Glacier, but they still get some pretty pretty heavy snowfall. Exactly. So yeah. the park does have two visitor centers. The first one is the Dickey Ridge Visitor Center, which is the one that we went to, that we've both been to. And what was your opinion of that visitor center? It had a lot. Um, they had a lot of the wild exhibits, I believe, there. Not like live yeah, wildlife, did. but like, you know, big uh, museum, like, you know, like it had yep. like, you know, each ecosystem. Yeah, museum exhibit. Yeah. Um, I would call it yeah. a diorama almost. Yeah, that'd be a good word for it. Yeah. I don't know really how to explain it, but it was nice. Um, gift shop was great. Got some, I got one of my pins that I collect there. Um, I do you have any opinions on it? I feel like you did something. Else. You got your stamps there, right? The first time I went with with my sister. Yeah. But yeah, I I like it. I like the other one better, which we'll talk about in a second. But I do like that the Dickey Ridge Visitor Center has this uh, grand view of of the valley, and it's one of the first views of the valley that you get in the park because the visitor center is like five miles in on the Skyline Road. Um, but yeah, I did like that it has a lot of Appalachian Trail information. I did like that exhibit it had on the wildlife. And uh, but yeah, and then 
Additionally, there's the Bird Visitor Center, which is in Big Meadows, which we went to Big Meadows, but I don't think we actually went into the Bird Visitor Center. No, I think we only stopped at the restaurant there. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. But anyways, that I prefer that one just because the exhibit it has there is more about the history and creation of the park. And it's just a much more, clearly much more updated version of an exhibit. Um, so it's much more interactive. Uh, speaking of lunch at Big at Big Meadows, uh, we did, uh, there are, is it two restaurants in the park? Uh, there's, yeah, there's two. There's one at Skyland, which is the first one we went to. Yeah. And that is in a uh, lodge, and it's a lodge in a set of cabins in the heart of the park, really. Um, it has the restaurant, it has gift shops, and it has a couple of trailheads, too. So it's kind of like its own mini village in the middle of the park. The restaurant we went to is called the Pollock Dining Room. I do and, remember that. Yep. And what was your opinion of that? Uh, I remember I got, I think it was a breakfast item. Uh I I think it was some sort of French toast um, with like huckleberry jam on the cider and blackberry. Some, blackberry. blackberry. Huckleberry is glacier. It's glacier, yeah. Blackberry is their delicacy, uh, their claim to fame down there. Yeah, if you go to uh, Shenandoah, you have to get something blackberry flavored. Yep. And um, I it was pretty good. Uh, we did try and get a overlooking the the windows outwards. Um, we got there pretty early, but we were still beaten out by a couple people ahead of us in line. Yeah, there's uh, a I bunch d- of old people there, clearly there for the fall foliage. <laughs> yep. But yeah, we got there probably like 30 minutes before it opened and we were still stuck in a line. Oh, yeah. Because I remember they had a little standoff to the, the left when you walk in. That's like a coffee shop, essentially. Yep. Um but I really liked it there. Yeah, I loved it. First of all, they had uh, a great bread spread. This was another yep. restaurant with a great bread spread. They had like some sort of cornbread and something jalapeno flavored. It was really good. And then I got a spicy chicken with southern biscuits. And they, they placed the, the biscuits in a way where the spicy chicken like dripped onto the biscuits and it was really one of my favorite meals I've ever had in a park. Really? Yeah. Which that might have to be one of our top three on our top three lists later on. Do a list about favorite meals in the parks. Because mm. there's a lot of good uh, restaurants. Yeah. Uh, or right on the cusp of the park. So. Exactly. All right. So also at Skyland, we did a hike there, which yep. was the Stony Man hike. It's a, it's a short hike, but it has expansive views around the Skyland area. So it was short, short but sweet, and it can get kind of busy. Yeah, uh, we did it kind of, I don't know, I think like right after, I want to call it like brunch. Yeah, we got a really early lunch. Yeah. Because we arrived there really early because you need to have a park pass to get in. Uh, yeah, they do but, charge a fee of 30 or $35. Yeah, if you don't have your park pass, I recommend getting it for the year. 
Uh, Ryan, what's the total cost on a park fast nowadays? It's $80. But if you hit, you know, two national parks and a national park site that charges, that pretty much covers okay. it for the year. Yeah. Definitely helped us out in Glacier. Definitely recommend getting a park pass. For sure. Um, I think was my favorite hike we did there. Um, okay. Just because I think overlooking the – it looked – it overlooked a lot of cool views it's very it's uh it was good i really enjoyed it yeah it's it's a short hike but you get views that are much more typical of a longer hike yeah uh more of the reward less of the risk yep then the next hike we did was uh further down the road and that was the dark hollows hike which is a short but uh, steep trail to the Dark Hollow Falls, which is probably the most famous waterfall in the park. And yep. this is a super busy trail. Like, we Very. almost didn't get parking, if I remember correctly. Oh, uh, no, you're right, because there were a lot of families there. Yeah. Lots of families. Yeah. So, in a way, when I first went to Shenandoah with my sister, we did a hike to a much smaller waterfall, but was way more secluded. And I have to be honest, I preferred that to this one. Really? I I got a really good photo at the end of the the whole hike of the waterfall. I think it's one of my favorite photos. I'm pretty sure it was posted somewhere. I don't remember. Yeah, you what... did. Yeah. But you, you entered it into the share <laughs> the experience contest. That's what I did. I, yes. Yes. Uh, which I tend to try and submit photos of all our Same. trips. Yeah, it's a it's a cool contest, even if you don't win. It's sharing cool photos with everyone. Yeah, and it gets a chance to be featured on the Park Pass, correct? Yes. And then even if you lose, you get the chance to be featured on the interior social media accounts like I did. Yep. Uh, that was which hike did you get the post up there uh that was for the appalachian trail okay that's right yep um is dark hollows hike near big meadows right it is i think it's right before big meadows and we did a a hike at big meadows to the oh well the big meadow yeah the 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 titular (laughs) big meadows yeah Uh, anticlimactic uh hike there i mean it is a giant meadow. There was no wildlife, unfortunately. No. But yeah, Big Meadows is the other big, almost village-like area in the park. That has a campground. It has another lodge, uh, cabins, a restaurant. It has the only gas station in the park. So if uh, you can, you plan on going further than Big Meadows, you should probably gas up there. Definitely would recommend it. Yep. But yeah, that's uh, even though we didn't see anything when we went there, that's typically one of the best spots to see wildlife. When when my sister and I camped there, there were there were tons of deer just hanging out in the campground. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, just acting like there were no humans there. They they didn't care that we were right next door. Yeah. Um, also at Big Meadows, uh, the lodge is there. Yeah, we went to the the tap room that they had there. Uh, I remember it well because I had a alcoholic hot chocolate. It was delicious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had 
a mixed drink. It might have been a prohibition punch, but I forget what it was. That sounds about right. Yeah. But they make great mixed drinks at both restaurants, Skyland and uh, Big Meadows. Yep. But yeah, then uh, that was because it was a fall day. It's kind of uh, short on daylight. So that was heading towards the end of our day. So we uh, like we do on most of our trips, we had to go and catch the sunset. Correct. I remember going through the tunnel again on the way down and seeing the the sun sun starting to set. And that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. There is a cool tunnel that you go through in the middle of the Skyline Drive. Yes. Definitely recommend the drive. Um, I thought I had a video of it. I might somewhere of us going through the tunnel into into the sunset, which is kind of cool. One of my favorite things about the national parks is a lot of them with the the ascent just have really nice. They're really well-maintained roads. Um, Yeah, they are. Yeah, like probably the best driving roads I've ever been on uh, because Connecticut's riddled with potholes, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Their claim to fame is potholes. Um, But yeah, they're really well and it makes a really nice drive. Yeah, it's a classic drive through a park. Yeah. So uh, we concluded our day at Front Royal, which is the gateway town for Shenandoah. So well, we got to talk about get... the sunset. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, where you ended up was on a precariously tall rock that you made me take a photo of to send to your mom. Oh, yes. I, I, that's a classic Ryan move. I love doing that. Yeah. Ryan likes to get into really high positions, like, you know, climbing a tree or standing on the edge and take of his feet overlooking, you know, a giant drop. Safely, though. I do it safely. I don't know if safe's the word I would use. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a really good sunset. Uh, very vibrant for a fall day. Yeah, for sure. It it, it was uh, definitely stunning. Yeah. Um, yeah, which brought us back to Front Royal, right outside the park. Yep. So what was your opinion of Front, Front Royal? Uh, it's a sleepy little town. Um, granted, okay. we did get there when everything was closed because um, it was late. But we did stop at a, a fantastic brewery. Um yeah, it's Front one of Royal the, Brewing. One of the nicer towns, I think, right outside uh, a park. Because, okay. like, granted, you can't really say Key West is outside Dry Tortugas because it's not really. It's like two hours away. Uh, I would Glac- consider it the gate- gateway town. Yeah, Glacier's got a nice little gateway town. I know Bar Harbor is your favorite little getaway town. Oh, Bar Harbor's amazing. Yeah, it's. I have yet to go. Definitely have to go. Maybe this summer. Um, I think out of all the little gateway towns we've been to, I think it's up there. Okay. I thought it was a little touristy. You know, there's a a lot of hotels. Yeah. But once you get to like downtown, it's got like a, you know, a small town vibe to it. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. The, the block that, uh, front Royal brewing was on definitely had that vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah, Front Royal 
excellent. I think it's an excellent gateway town. Uh, but let's talk about the brewery. Oh, it was that was great. I had one of my favorite porters there ever. The Night of the Valley Porter. So good. I was just going to ask you if you remember the name. I do. I still have one in the cans. Do you really? Yeah. Empty. I, I just saved it because it looks so cool. Yeah, it's got the night on it, if I remember correctly. It does. Yeah. I remember I brought home a four-pack. Um, yep. Um, I think while we were there, I had... The big pretzel, and you had the wings. Yep. Very good. Fries were very good. I don't remember how the wings tasted, but they it doesn't matter. The porter was so great that I don't care. I think we should start taking pictures of food when we go out, as weird as that sounds. That, that sounds too, uh, too Instagram-y. Instagram-y, yeah. Yeah. But it would help us remember. It would. <laughs> as dumb as it sounds. Yeah, um, but I think uh, I think the brewery is solid for a restaurant right outside, for sure. Um, favorite part of the trip, Ryan? Oddly, this is going to be weird coming for me, but oddly, my favorite thing was that meal at Skyland—the spicy chicken and the biscuits. Like normally, I'm the guy that's like the hike is the best thing, but I just found that the food was so good. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me it was the drive. I really enjoy good scenic drives, um, especially yeah, especially half the time I'm doing the driving. I don't think I did the driving this time. No, I mean I I do a lot of the the driving. I mean two, but like when we go like travel somewhere, like Glacier, I did a lot of the driving. Florida, I did the seven mile bridge drive, I believe. Well, you did it one way. I did it the other way. Yeah, I I really enjoyed driving in general. Um, so scenic views are definitely my favorite. Um, lots of good photos. I think my favorite part of like if I had to narrow it down was the Stony Man hike. Okay. Um, Interesting. I usually don't pick hikes. I usually pick you know. Yeah, I'm the one that picks the hikes. Yeah, is. This is awkward because it's usually it, the other way around. Exactly. It is very awkward. <laughs> um, what would you have done differently if we had more time down there? Definitely stayed a second day because we only just did a day trip. Um, but if we had that second day, I definitely would have done the old rag hike again because that is the classic hike in the park. Yeah. Uh, I, we talked about it tonight over dinner. I think I would do that hike as well. Um, it's it's long, but it's not as tedious as as uh, the Grinnell Glacier hike we did earlier this year. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty strenuous. It's just not as high altitude as yeah. uh, the Grinnell Glacier. Yeah, I think I would like to road if we were to go back down. That's a good pick. I, I want to do that, too. I don't know where it ends up, though. Do you know where it ends up? The Blue Ridge Parkway, actually. Oh, another yeah, fantastic road. Uh, yep. One of my favorite bits about that is uh, on the Grand Tour, if you haven't seen it, is on Amazon Prime. Uh, the the I think the top speed on the Blue Ridge Parkway is like 40 miles an hour because it's a scenic road. 
even though it's called a highway. Just a little tidbit. Yeah. All right, Andrew, you know what time it is? Yeah, it's French fry review time. It's the fry review <laughs> of the episode. Yep. Uh, we, I chose the Front Royal Brewing. Um, from what I remember, because it's been a little bit, food was fantastic there. Fries were nice and fresh. I, I think they were hand cut and uh, deep fried, uh, as all fries are. But, like, it was really good. Like, the brewery had, like, some of the best food outside the park in that area. I think we went to Elephant and Castle, that, as we usually do, because we're in the D.C. area. But I still think Front Royal uh, may have taken the cake that trip. Awesome. That's I think awesome it's, to hear. I'm going to think uh, four out of five potatoes. Nice. Yep. And, Ryan, what time is it for you? Is it what I think it is? Is it Unigrid review time? It is indeed. So for the Shenandoah National Park Unigrid, which I will post a picture of it on all of our social media feeds later, I uh, am quite impressed with this particular particular Unigrid. It has a lot of information on here. It has a bunch of history. It has, you know, the recreational information. It has some brief wildlife information with a lot of pictures of the wildlife. And then my favorite part is how detailed the map is on the back. Um, like I was saying over, it has the specific names of every single overlook. And then for the more uh, famous areas like Skyland and like Big Meadows, it has it zooms in on those particular ones and like brings out a separate map of those. So it goes into really good detail. So for me, this is another five out of five arrowheads for this Unigrid. Oh, fantastic. Good. Glad to hear. All right, Ryan, it brings us towards the the end of our episode, but uh, one question I'd like to pose is your top three national parks. Yeah, so for my top three national parks, uh, for number three, I'm just going to have to go with the park that we've been talking about, Shenandoah National Park. You know, it's it's a much more um, relaxing type of park. You know, like the the highlight of the park for most people is the Skyline Drive. But at the same time, it has, you know, great food. It has a lot of great hikes. I would recommend Old Rag. So, yeah, there's a lot to, to like about Shenandoah. Number two is another park we talked about recently, and that's Glacier National Park. It's just a classic Western National Park. Great views. It's a hiker's paradise. And at times it was like going on a safari, seeing all the wildlife that was there. And then my number one national park that I've been to so far is Acadia National Park. This is a day hiker's paradise. Uh, hikes of all skill levels. Uh, all of them can be done in a day. It's got great views of the ocean. It's got beautiful scenery. There's just so much to love about Acadia National Park. It's my favorite. All good reasons. Uh, definitely want to go visit Acadia. It's the only one I haven't been to. Uh, for me, uh, number three, uh, I'm going to put Joshua Tree National Park. Uh, another drive, uh, well maintained. Uh, I have a really good photo of just how the drive looks like through the desert. One of my favorite, I think, West Coast drive. Yeah, is that the only desert national park you've been to? So the one yeah, of the pretty... desert, 
one of the ones I want to go to is the the sand dunes one. That one looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, the desert is such a unique environment. So yeah, pretty cool that you have Joshua Tree on there. Yep. Uh, another one is second is glacier forming. Ah, same uh, spot as me. Another classic drive. Uh, yep. Going to the Sun Road. Going to the Sun Road. Uh, Grinnell Glacier is up there. Uh, food. Fantastic food. Oh, that's uh, a good salmon. Yeah, I know that was your favorite. I really enjoyed all the uh, Huckleberry flavored drinks. Yep. Uh, number one for me is Dry Tortugas. That's such an interesting pick. Yeah, I think I really like it because of the. I've never seen the ocean that blue before. Um, it was, it was turquoise. It, yeah, it was like pristine. It was like um, the the river, the glacier rivers in uh, Glacier. Yeah, yeah. I I really enjoyed the views from because it n- no side had a bad view. No, um, especially if you go snorkeling and are looking underwater, yeah. it's even better. Yeah, I really enjoyed when we were on the boat ride there from Key West, it coming into view. Um, that was a really cool moment for me. Um, I really liked exploring the fort. Yeah, it's a cool fort. Yeah. Uh, we were going to do a hike into the, the, you know, I don't know if they're Mars, they're not really marshlands, but the, the beachy area. Uh, but I think it was like bird migrating season or something. There was a ton of birds in that area and I think they had it closed off. Yeah, they were really loud. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, it was just a nice relaxing spot. Like it was, I think the farthest I've ever been from, you know, United States mainland, you know, continental U.S., yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think it's far. It's not. It's definitely farther than Channel Islands. Yeah, it was a longer ferry ride than Channel Islands. Pretty sure it's closer to Cuba than it is us. Yeah, I mean, you can see the Channel Islands from the coast of California. You can't see Dry Tortuga. Tortugas from Key West. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's my top one so far. That's um, definitely very unique. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It just kind of s- sits with me. Just That's like, fair because it it is truly a unique national park. Yeah, it's one of the like the unique environments that our park service has the has uh in our in their park systems. So, all right, Ryan. I'm I'm Andrew. I am Ryan, and this was Parkmanship.